I'm gonna move a little bit closer to us. Oh my god. Why is that thing doing that? Well, it's supposed to go here. Oh, you're missing that. Yeah. This is Kamara's actually. So, shout out to Kamara for letting me use this. Okay, I feel like that's right. Yeah. Okay. That's like a normal volume. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to like make an intro to these. Is this mine? Yes. Okay. Um, but in my first episode that you still have to listen to, I just talked about what I was going to put on my podcast. Okay. And part of it was, and I told you earlier, like I wanted to do interviews with people who were important to me. Okay. And so only makes sense to have my mother be the first one. <laughs> so these questions... Um, are not typical questions. I think they're very, um, they're really good questions I think a lot of children eventually have about their parents or just like older people and like in general. Not like you're Questions old. that you want to ask but you're like... Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, well do you want to... So you want me to tell you the truth in all of these? <laughs> Is that what um, you're saying? Yeah, okay. I think so. Um, Shoot. Okay. So, my first question I've got on here is, what are things you think I don't realize about myself, and they can be either positive or negative? Well, I think you, on the negative side, you're perfectionist <laughs> to the point where you disappoint yourself because you think that you can't make a mistake. Hmm. Um positive I think you know what your talents are mm. but even though you recognize them it's not like you're oblivious to it I think you know what your what, what really good things that you can do and how you can speak to people and get them to be open about whatever it is that you're talking about whatever subject matter and I mean like anything mm -hmm. but you don't give yourself enough credit I don't feel like mm -hmm. I see you the way I see you is probably completely different. Because I feel like mm -hmm. you're me, so of course I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a lot of the good things about me. Okay. Rolled into one person. Right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I do know, um, or I do recognize like the positive things or like my talents, but I just get too anxious that I'm maybe being like, um, conceited so I just downplay it a lot right. but I do that all the time to the point where it's like I'm just beating myself up you know where you get that from hmm. your grandma yeah grandma does do that <laughs> like your grandma Garcia is a beautiful soul and she sees the positive in everybody mm -hmm. like she very rarely ever says anything negative about anybody mm -hmm. but then again she doesn't like to put herself out there mm -hmm. and she's like taking less pay at her job because she doesn't want to put herself, like she has to give her own reviews, like she doesn't want to be able to say I'm good at this, I'm good at this I'm better than other people at this because it's just not her personality, Yeah. but she has a lot of good traits too, and I, th I feel like you're not nearly as bad as grandma, like mm -hmm. you can at least speak on it but you still don't give yourself enough credit yeah, I just feel like I'm always going to be that way. Well, I don't see that changing. Maybe. Um, what did I do with my key? 
Are they on the counter? That's Ryan looking for her keys. What did I do? I um, see something on the counter. A little hat. Oh, Lilo. I thought you took the you took the, the keys with you when you went outside. Uh oh. Did you drop them? Hmm. I don't see them. Do you need help? You probably just. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. My second question I've got is, do you think our generation gap between you and me is beneficial to our relationship at all? Oh, yeah. Like, what do you think? Um, I feel like the generation that I lived in, like in my teen years, like in the 80s, I feel like you can relate because a lot of the things that happened around there, around that time, have come back. And like you were able, mm. because of social media, I think that you're able to almost kind of see how it was back then. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but without all the technology out there to have that at your fingertips, mm -hmm. um, like there's totally big difference, like a struggle that you'll never understand Yeah, <laughs> that my generation had to go through. But then again, on the other hand, your guys' generation has a lot more to deal with than we did. But I feel like, I don't feel like we're so crazy different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, we both have an understanding that, like, we live in different times, but it doesn't, like, get in the way of anything. Right. Okay. Agreed. Sorry if you hear Roxy thumping her tail in the background. She's ordered her, like, nails on the, on the, wood, floor. <laughs> the wood floor. Where is she? She's at the table? Mm-hmm. Looking for food. As usual. Okay, and my third question is who did you think I'd grow up to be when I was younger? I think I've asked you this a few times. Mm -hmm. um, I always knew it was going to be something to music. Mm. Like I knew you were going to have a love for music, and I tried really, really hard to instill that in you before you were even born. Mm -hmm. um, I've told you stories about this little uh, like old-school headphones that went on my belly and I would just put like classical music on mm -hmm. and your dad thought I was freaking nuts he's like if she can't hear that I'm like no no <laughs> and of course we didn't know if you're gonna be a boy or girl because I didn't want to know mm -hmm. I wanted to be surprised <clears throat> so I would always say the baby the baby likes it <laughs> quit, quit calling me names I did I do like it like I listen to classical music all the time See? And I think, like, out of all of our siblings, I'm the only one. Actually, you were just a big experiment, Isabel, and oh this gosh. is the outcome. <laughs> Did I pass? Yeah. Flying colors. <laughs> Trial and error. <laughs> um, my next question is, what scares you the most? Mm. It could be, like, either, like, fa like, a fantasy thing, like, oh, monsters, or it could be, like, realistic. I think the scariest thing for me would be I may not have a lot of like expensive materialistic things but I have a lot of good memories and my biggest fear is to get old and like lose my memories mm. and like not have that even though you may have pictures like you know nowadays everybody has a camera in their hand I just 
hear horrible stories from people about their elderly parents going through dementia or mm -hmm. Alzheimer's and it's in our family Alzheimer's is and so they say that's kind of hereditary but a lot of it has to do with your diet so I'm mm -hmm. trying really hard to watch what I eat mm -hmm. um, it's not the best but it's better than it's been in the past oh, I yeah. think yeah that's my biggest worry to like leave this world and I know this is only a temporary home here on earth but how horrible would that be to not even know your own kids yeah. Or like your grandkids, great grandkids, and all the memories that you had with them. I think that that's like really, really scary. Yeah, that's true. But I think like once you die and you do go to heaven, like all of those memories return. Right. You know, right. but like that would be that'd be just like really sad to have someone really close to you just not recognize you. Like that yep. would just. That'd be really traumatizing, actually. Crushing. I mean, I've seen your grandma go through it with my grandma. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was a very opinionated woman. She didn't really hold her tongue even when she was younger. And mm -hmm. so, like, people would walk into her room and she'd be cussing at them, like, who are you? Get out of my room. And it's like, what? Like, I'm your husband, you know? And so, <clears throat> yeah, I felt really sad for grandma. Yeah, that's rough. <sighs> Okay, <laughs> next question. Um, if you could erase anything, um, one thing from my memory completely, what would it be? That's a hard one. Like, when you mm -hmm. first gave me this list, I read that one over and over again. And I'm like, you know, there's definitely been situations that you saw or heard me be in that I wish you would have never experienced Mm -hmm. Like at the time it was going on, but I feel like sometimes bad things like that have to happen for people to be more honest and upfront with each other and have a better relationship, like communicating. So I, it's hard for me to just say one thing that I wish I could take away from your memory because it was a multitude of things. Mm. Like, I guess you're so young and I know you remember bits and pieces but all together just the whole process of going through separation and divorce with your dad mm -hmm. like your brother and sister probably understood a lot more because mm -hmm. they were older but I could see in your little eyes like you were sad <laughs> That's so sad. because it was like I couldn't be around your dad and he couldn't be around me. Mm -hmm. So that meant that we couldn't be with you together. And so it was either you were with your dad and your grandma or you were with me and, you know, my mom and dad, <clears throat> my side of the family. And so that separation was really difficult because divorce is just ugly altogether. I feel like the only people that win at divorce is the attorneys. <clears throat> yeah. They make Buko's books. Uh, by making it as ugly as they possibly could. And so I can't just say just one thing, but I feel like now looking back at it, it had to happen and it necessarily wasn't a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't like really remember a lot from that. Like, they're all like random um, memories I have of just like being with dad or being with just you, but I don't remember like any of the details. Like but. passing, like 
driving you to your dad's or it's like the process mm-hmm. of handing you over to him mm-hmm. was hard. Because mm-hmm. I always felt like I was the better parent mm-hmm. through it all because I felt like your dad was so about sports and knowing all the statistics, like that was a big guy thing, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And he was all about it, so I felt like he didn't really like sit down with you and play with you and make sure that you were getting help with like reading a book that you know that may mm-hmm. have a longer word that you don't know. Like I didn't want you to feel like you couldn't come to your dad and ask him for help or to play with you or something. Mm-hmm. And it just like would break my heart because I knew he'd be in front of the TV watching sports while you were coloring or whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That that would make me really sad to know that that was probably what was going to happen when you went with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just never really thought about it because, I mean, like, yeah, that did happen, but, like, I enjoyed it. Like, I loved being with Dad because he had... He would always, like, have things for me or, like, Grandma Guzman would come over and have things for me. Um, and James was always there. So even when I was just alone with Dad, like, I mean, yeah, we didn't really, like, go out and do a lot of things. Like, I do remember, though, we would go, we would always go for drives, and, like, he would just, that's, like, a very fond memory of mine from my childhood is being with my dad and listening to his music. And, All like, that rock. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's a staple of my life now. Like, that kind of music, I always recognize it. It reminds me a lot of him. But, like, I have those things with both you and dad you know like dad like we watched a lot of movies together and like listened to a lot of music because that was like his favorite thing to do um and that I like to do with him and then like with your side of the family I had like tons of cousins and like just so many people that I was never alone you know Mm -hmm. so but I I see what you mean um what never fails to make you cry either in a good way or a bad way it doesn't have to be either or it never fails to make me cry. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Honestly, a lot of things for me. It just depends what time of the month it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always get mad because around Christmas time they start putting on those um, Hallmark commercials on TV, and they're like a little short story, and it's always so sad. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> at the end. Um, <laughs> but it's been a while. I can't remember the last time I did that. Um, the only thing that I say would come close and I need to do more often is listening to a really good sermon at church mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it like nailing whatever it is that you're yes. going through at the time and you know they say that's the power of the spirit speaking to you speaking to your soul about whatever it is that is bothering you it seems like the minister is like sitting in this huge church and you're like the only one that he sees and he's talking to you and so the overwhelming feeling like even like when we're singing in church Mm -hmm. makes me cry because it's almost like my spirit is just happy Mm -hmm. happy and like acknowledged that and sometimes depending on what it is like sometimes I feel like bad Mm -hmm. like I'm not doing what I need to be doing Mm -hmm. as a Christian and like this minister is telling me I'm a bad person right Mm -hmm. (laughs) because x y and z like 
Right. That's not something a Christian would do, and I just did that, like, today, you know? Yeah. So a lot of times I find myself crying in church listening to a sermon going both ways, either because it makes me really happy or it makes me like, disappointed and sad. Yeah. I feel that way, too. It always feels like I'm not... And I don't know if this feeling ever goes away, but, like, I think just since growing up, I always feel like I'm not doing the right thing. And, like, there's one thing that I have to be doing the whole time, and I'm never... I can never figure out what that is. Mm. And, like, I don't know, sometimes I feel that way, like you said, like, in church, when we're just talking about, like, how to be a, a good Christian and how to, like, just be a good person. And it's it's just, like, not easy sometimes, because, like, I'm human, but... Mm-hmm. It's hard to, like, <laughs> make that's mistakes. That's why I tell myself, that's why I tell myself, I'm only human. I'm not perfect. Nobody yeah. is perfect. Yeah. Forgiveness for yourself is also important. Right. Um, what keeps you up at night? Bills. <laughs> Honestly. Mm-hmm. Money, like, I've never wanted it to be where... <clears throat> It gets to the point where it consumes me because I think it's just, instead of worrying about it, I have to do something about it kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And it's just difficult because it seems like when you're planning to have a little extra money or what have you to do something that you want to, like, have fun, Mm -hmm. you're always working, always working, always doing something. It's like you want to be able to enjoy the money you make, and then a car breaks down. And you're like, okay, that extra money's gone now. But I always feel, though, that God always provides no matter what situation we're in. Like, I can think of times where I don't know where we're going to get our next meal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a long time since that happened. But And then, you know, we go in the mail, and there's a check in the mail. Like, back in the day when you used to get checks in the mail, mm-hmm. like, I overpaid a bill or something. I get a check in the mail, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like... God's got my back. Like, mm-hmm. this is enough to get groceries for the next few days mm-hmm. just to get me to the next payday. Like I said, I haven't, we haven't had that since you guys were probably all little and all of you guys were, like, in the summertime when we had oh all gosh, eight yeah. of you. That was really, really hard. And, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, couldn't go out to eat with the whole family. Oh, here's us and the eight kids. Like, yeah. that's ridiculous. You'd be paying so much money. So we ate at home a lot, but... No, even now, I, if I'm awake, it's mostly because I'm thinking about, okay, I got this coming up. I got to pay this here. I got to do that here. So that's what keeps me up. Okay. Hmm. That's so discouraging. Like, I don't want to have bills, but I know what's going to happen. Mm, yeah, I mean, if you want anything, you're going to have bills, or you could be just like a zillionaire and never spend money. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, if you could ask God a question that he has to answer, what would you ask? Jeez. Mm. Hope I don't get struck down by answering this. Mm. But if that were ever possible, like before we actually go to heaven to ask him a question, because mm-hmm. I feel like once we go to heaven, we will have all the knowledge we've ever wanted. Um, but while we're here on earth, if I were ever given the opportunity, even if it was just like a hallucination that I was having, like the question I would have for him is like, is this a whole big joke on us? Like, 
you created us in your image and basically gave us free will to make decisions, but you know our whole lives before we're even born. So like, are you just entertained by mm -hmm. seeing your people almost like watching a movie on TV, like mm -hmm. saying, okay, they're gonna be put in this certain situation. What choice are they gonna make? Are they gonna do the right thing or are they gonna do the bad thing? And so many times I, I just, it's not good to think that way. Like you should have faith and what the scripture says about all of that. But to me, looking outside, looking in, it almost seems like it's entertaining for him. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you already know what we're doing before we even do it, mm -hmm. like, who's winning here? Yeah. <laughs> and I know the whole thing about believing in God and having faith is you are to speak to other people, give them your testimony of how you became a Christian and how you were before as a sinner so that way you could win souls over to Christianity and save them from going to hell. That's like a big deal, right, for Christians. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it's really hard to be logical Mm -hmm. about it because you can't help especially with all these crazy movies on TV and TV or what do you call them? series mm -hmm. um, like what's that one you had me watching Black Black Mirror Black Mirror like that some crazy stuff like <laughs> that's stuff that you dream about and then they make it into a TV show so then it makes yeah. you really think about it like would that ever happen like mm -hmm. I don't know I almost feel like it's a different dimension almost sometimes yeah hmm. but I think God would be like really really yeah you think this is fun for me yeah <laughs> to see you make mistakes and continuously hurt yourself or hurt other people yeah I don't know but if hmm. I die tonight and get struck by lightning you know why oh my gosh don't say that <laughs> I don't uh, I don't even know what I would ask him I would just probably just be like why just why, why, why did you do this? Like, why why is this happening? I think losing people would be one of the biggest things, too. I would be like, why? Why did you take Selena when she was so young? Mm -hmm. Why her? Why our family? Why did we have to go through this whole process? Why yeah. did you take my brother so soon? Like, he was finally happy. He found somebody in his life. Like, why? Mm-hmm. I remember for a long time I felt like to God I felt like how dare you you know yeah. like cause it wasn't even like me that I was worried about I was just like how could you do that to my grandma and like my grandpa like the most loving people mm -hmm. I've ever met like they they didn't deserve that yeah but I don't know I think now when I try to think about it I'm just like there are just so many things that my tiny human brain just can't comprehend right. and can't <clears throat> understand, and I just have to, like, let it go. But it's hard. Yeah. Because you think about it, like, every day. Like, I think about it every day. Like, well, I just feel something. like our whole family has just been, like, missing out on seeing who Selena could have been. Uh-huh. And the life she could have had. And, like, she didn't deserve to 
just die like that. Yeah, like, she just, she lived for such a short time, but, like, why? Like, <laughs> there was so much more left, and so much more that I wanted her to see and be part of. Right. And, like, I've said this before, but it's awful to think about how the people I'm going to keep meeting in my life are just never going to know who she was. Right. And that there's such a, there's, like, a handful of people that know what I mean when I'm like oh this reminds me of Selena or like that's something Selena would say yeah <clears throat> and it's sad because you're like god you never got to meet her like you have no idea like what she meant to our family mm-hmm. even though I'm sure many times she didn't think that we felt that way about her yeah I mean I feel like everyone feels that way at some point mm-hmm. true that's just like human nature I guess um this next question is like kind of my favorite. Oh, what <laughs> what does it feel like having an incarcerated child and what would you like other parents who don't know what it's like um, to know? Um, and for everyone, okay, it's obviously not me. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, recording this from my uh, Arapahoe table. County Jail. <laughs> um, there's a glass between me and Isabel. <laughs> Sorry if you hear my handcuffs jingling. <laughs> My B. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I, mean, I just got off the phone with my sister. She has been. How long has she been there? I don't know. She got out in 2017, <clears throat> February 2017. She was paroled, and she went back. It's been another year now. It was right after Halloween, <clears throat> so she's been in there for another year. Yeah. Um. But now, the way, how do I feel about having a child in jail, in prison? It's almost kind of like, it's not me going through it. Like, I'm kind of like seeing somebody else go through it. I feel like it's not very realistic but I know it's real Um, I just can't believe that my baby is in prison like Mm -hmm. she has so many good qualities in her but she for whatever reason always used those qualities to do bad and you know her and I have talked about this whole journey that she's made Um, being there and I know that she would never be that person being taken advantage of in prison Um, so I know like I feel better about her being there because when she was on the street Mm -hmm. I never knew really what was going on until she told me going through therapy that was part of you know her rehabilitation they have to discuss everything and you know she would tell me some situations that she was in when she was on the street and it wasn't like she didn't have a place to go she chose to -hmm. live that life and had many encounters where she potentially could have killed somebody or she could have been killed Mm -hmm. and so it's really scary but at least I know when she's there I know where she's at I know she's warm at night. She's mm-hmm. not outside in the elements. Mm-hmm. I know she's not being past some drug that is going to potentially, like, 
make her vegetable or kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she <clears throat> doesn't want to be in there, but I just feel like it's surreal. Like I still have a hard time believing that she's there. And when I see her, I try to block everything else out and just spend that time with her. And for parents that want to judge, and everybody's human, nobody's perfect, I'm sure everybody that I've ever spoken with about Telsa knows, um, probably feels like God. Glad it's not me, or mm-hmm. glad it's not our family having to deal with that, you know? But people are who they are, and I just want other parents to know, like, you can raise your kids with as much love as you did the other child, but in the end, they make their own choices. And so don't be so quick to judge somebody's parenting skills until you've been faced with a situation like that, and then you can talk. Mm-hmm. But um, fortunately, nobody's ever like approached me and said anything to my face. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've said it behind my back. But just for any of those parents that's never had that kind of situation, it, it can happen to you. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you are. Yeah, it's true. Um, How do you feel about having your sister there? Honestly, I don't talk about it. Like, I don't... I hide it from people because I'm just... I guess, like, embarrassed. And, like, I hate to say that because I know, like, if Telsa was here, like, she's going to hear this someday and it's, like, going to make her upset. But, I mean, like... I don't know. I just feel like... Because as soon as someone hears that, they want to ask, like, oh, what happened? And I'm like, well, I don't want to talk about it. Like, it's not something that I like to think about. Right. And, I mean, for at least my friends, I know that they'd be like, oh, that's fine. We don't have to talk about it. And they wouldn't judge me. But just, like, it's also no one's business is what I feel like. And, like, Mm -hmm. you don't need to know that unless you're, like, super, super close to me and, like, you're around my family a lot. Then we disclose with you. But, like, at a distance, like you can't I just don't want to share that kind of thing with you um and if I bring you around my sister like I that means I trust you and like I um really care about you just because like even though like she is in prison and she's obviously done all of this all these negative things like she's still my sister and I like would hate to paint her as someone she isn't because like in my eyes like she's done a lot of mistakes but she's still like a good person and she means well she's just figuring it out and mm-hmm. she's like one of my best friends and so I just don't want to like paint her to be someone she isn't so that's why I kind of don't talk about it sometimes right <clears throat> um yeah uh okay next question what do you feel misunderstood about I mean as far as people m- not understanding me or something that yeah, I or like, or it could just be something that you feel like if you try to like talk to people about it or if like you try to speak your mind people wouldn't understand like do you if you feel that way at all where is that question on the paper <laughs> what do you feel misunderstood about mm-hmm. like do you feel like there's anything that you've tried to like talk to people about and they just like look at you like you're crazy or is there like some kind of belief you have that you're too afraid to share out loud? 
I think in general, people misunderstand me as far as like, like when you describe somebody, I feel like people describe me a certain way and that's not all that I am. Like what you see on the surface really isn't mm-hmm. who I am. Like I feel like I've heard this all my life from childhood friends, teachers, ministers, Sunday school teachers, just anybody that's ever really known me growing up and even as an adult, they always describe me as, oh, Jackie, she's always smiling all the time. She likes to joke. Mm -hmm. You never really know when she's playing a joke on you because she can be dead serious. And, you know, like, yeah, that is me, but that's not Mm -hmm. only who I am. And not many people have seen the other side of me other than probably you guys, like my immediate family Mm -hmm. and grandma and grandpa. Yeah. And my brother and sister, like immediate like that. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm a Gemini and (laughs) I not saying I'm two faced, but Mm -hmm. I definitely have two totally different I don't want to say personality. That makes me sound crazy. No, like... <laughs> I just, I can be a very loving, happy all the time, joking all the time, and life is just great person. But then on the other hand, I can be very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I can be very angry, like from being totally cool to being super angry within a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and generally the only time I ever get that angry is if somebody is doing some something to my loved ones like my kids mm-hmm. or my husband or my parents like I can easily turn to that monster and react mm. I mean I think like you're you're like a nice person but you like people mistake you for like mistake your kindness for a weakness right. if that makes sense right and you're like oh and that was one thing I'll never forget when I first moved up here the first time when I was still married to your dad and your aunt gave me I think pepper spray or something that was like connected to your um, keychain mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm like I don't need this like the building I work in it has security it's a parking garage there's security guards everywhere she's like yeah but you're too nice and you don't realize that when somebody's like approaching you that they mean you harm like you should just have this just in case somebody like comes up on you in the garage and tries to attack you or something or you're out downtown and a homeless person tries to take your money or whatever and I'm like like I'm not that naive I don't think (laughs) to where that I wouldn't know I'm Mm -hmm. in danger but it kind of stuck with me as far as like yeah people always come to me and say like what's wrong with you like you're not smiling like the times that don't happen that often but like I'll be at work and I'm like having a really bad day and I'm just like bawling and I don't bawl in front of anybody on purpose but then they'll look at me and they'll be like why aren't you smiling like how come you're not joking you haven't said like one thing to us today and it's like why do I always have to be happy yeah (laughs) like I'm allowed to have a bad day but I think people just misunderstand me and think that like because I'm not bringing them up like Mm. they just misunderstand me and and that way it doesn't mean like it's personal or it's against you it's just not feeling it today yeah that happens to me too 
And, like, even if there is something wrong, I don't want to talk about it. I always just say, like, I'm tired. And they're like, um, so you're lying. Like, I don't want to tell you the truth then. Like, <laughs> if I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to talk about it's it. It's too emotionally exhausting. Yeah, like, I'm just obviously very overwhelmed, so. Um, you do say you're tired a lot. <laughs> I am always actually, like, tired. But if I'm, like, upset, I think people can tell the difference. Right. What upsets you the most about our country or our world? Pick, like, the top one. <laughs> I know there's probably a few. Um, God. Oops. <laughs> Where is that question? This one. The, sec- the um, second to last. What upsets you most about our country and world? I guess just how people just ignore things that are obviously a problem. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't take a... Um, a brilliant person that has this ability of knowing everything and anything mm-hmm. like there's a huge problem with our leaders in this country mm-hmm. and the people that vote for these leaders thinking that they run their own business and they're a billionaire that they can take care of our deficit that we have in this mm-hmm. country and we're going to be good instead of looking at like hey you know what we probably won't be able to breathe this air in another 50 years <laughs> yeah. because uh, it's polluted and we're not doing anything about it <gasps> what was that what is that me yeah your phone is like ringing but like why oh it's a video chat Huh. Uh, it's okay, you can accept it. How do I do this? Why is it so loud? Hi. Hi. We're doing our podcast. My podcast. We're, we're doing a podcast <laughs> and you're, you're in the podcast. That's my father speaking. Huh? <laughs> what'd you say? You're black? I said, what'd you say? A black cat? <laughs> oh my god. A podcast. A podcast. podcast. <laughs> My podcast. Cat. I'm on Spotify now. Did you hear her? You on Spotify? Yeah. Sweet. I'll send you the link. <laughs> She's asking me these like very serious questions. We're on the second to the last one. Uh, They're pretty good though. Okay. We're almost. We're almost done. All right. Bye. Bye. Special guest appearance over the phone. <laughs> um, anyway, you were saying um, about the environment. Yeah, so I just feel like it's a, it's a huge problem, and people don't want to think about it because it's like devastating. Like it's right. we're smart enough. We have we can count. We can measure what's been happening over the last yeah, trillions exactly. of years, and like if people actually think that things are okay, if we continue to misuse everything that we have on this earth um they're idiots and i i just hope to god that the next president like realizes how important it is and does something about it right yeah i mean i obviously agree like and i i think that the people who are ignorant about the climate at least in this country have the privilege to be ignorant because it's not affecting them now like it I mean, it is slowly, but eventually it's going to get to a point of no return. And then they're, then they're going to be like, oh, shoot. Like, yeah, you could have done something like 10 years ago, but. 
And and the bad thing is is people don't really care until it affects them. Yeah, until it's too late. And so even though we know this is going to happen, a lot of people think, well, psh, I ain't going to be here, so why do I care? Well, exactly. Like we're going to die anyway. Your family is going to be here, so how about that? Yeah. Okay. And our last question is if you could have any job you wanted with no prerequisite, prerequisite, I can never say that Pre- word. Prerequisite? Prerequisites. 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 What would it be? Job? Dang, Isabel. I don't even know. I, I've done the same job for <clears throat> I know, but a long like, time. So Did you ever want to be like... Mm, like an FBI agent or like a diplomat or um, a fashion designer. I mean, like I went to school artist. to be a teacher and then once I was in the classroom, I was like, oh, hell no, this ain't for me. <laughs> 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 I can't handle, handle people call me Mrs. Guzman, Mrs. Guzman. Oh, that drove me crazy. Call me Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd get in trouble from the teacher. You can't do that. Um, we do that now. People, a lot of people do that now. See, that's the generation difference there. <laughs> yeah. Um, any job? Jeez. It would have to be a job where I was helping people. And, mm. like, getting in there and getting my hands dirty help people. <clears throat> oh, you talking, like, surgery. No, 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 no. Not like cutting people up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. no, not like cutting people up and like that's no, I can't do that. You said get your hands dirty. I'm thinking no, I blood. Mean like like helping somebody, like like a philanthropist. Like a natural disaster happened and oh, okay. they have no home anymore, whether it be fire or flood, like mm. I wanna be in there like helping them. Like what do you need? Like organizing people to volunteer to come out and help like mm. i could definitely see myself doing that mm. yeah i mean you still could do that i've always wanted to do like an ocean cleanup i just like don't know how to figure that out let's do it together that would be fun yes um you've been on for that long yeah dang <laughs> yeah i'm excited to listen to this again um i wonder how long it's gonna take because my first one is only like seven minutes long oh my god it was just a brief introductory that's what it's called your mom likes to talk no it's okay i had had good questions and that's what i wanted so that is the end of our questions do you have anything you want to say this was like a coming to jesus talk yeah Um, oh speaking of coming to jesus have you listened to kanye west's new album jesus is king i heard one of the songs but i don't think that was it Uh oh It's really good. Well, there's, like, a few songs on there that I don't think are the best, but, like, um, the first two are, like, my favorite. It made me cry. Yeah, I actually have one, like, on here. I can get to your Spotify account, right? To see what... Mm Mm-hmm. This is the first song. Sunday service. Yeah, he has like a Sunday service now. Yeah. And this is his choir. There's a lot of them. This reminds me of the church we used to go to. Oh. Uh, I want to go Aurora? back. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I was just telling Jay that the other day. I'm like, we should go to the church in Aurora. I want to. I miss that place. They thought I was like so funny. 
I remember I would go to like um, Sunday school or something, and I would like just speak my mind, and they'd be like, "You're funny." <laughs> they loved me. <laughs> yeah, the first three are my favorite, actually. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. No, I don't have any last words. I don't think. I just think it's cool that like. Back in my generation, we had a tape recorder, a dual set tape recorder, big old boom box, and we would like make our own radio station like thing. I never interviewed anybody though, because mm. I wasn't cool like that. <laughs> but I would like make my own commercials, and then I'd put music on. You had to run and like time it just right to hit exactly. pause and record, and so yeah. this is cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Well, this went well. I'm excited to do more. Um, thanks if you listen to the whole thing. It's really long, but that's okay. <laughs> a lot of podcasts I listen to are like an hour and a half long. What? Yeah. I listen to them in the morning at Barnes & Noble. I listen to podcasts too, but it's like s- stupid like comedians that I'm listening yeah, to. Yeah, no, that's what I'm like listening Jenny to. Like Jenny McCarthy and oh. uh, Lip Service. Have you heard Lip Service yet? Girl. No, I've heard of that, I think, though. But it's kind of sexual. No, you don't want to listen to it. Oh. Never mind. I said anything. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think that's it. Thanks, Mom, for sitting here for 45 minutes. Thanks for listening for 45 minutes. Yeah. No kidding. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.